weeks I have recommended you add something to your annual home maintenance list we hit fall officially Thursday Friday of last week and for you have these little benchmarks that uh, are there for the responsible people to do certain things hitting into fall heading into spring or summer daylight savings time seems to be the check the batteries or change the batteries in your uh, smoke detector that uh, is that that benchmark i don't uh care where you put this but i would annually at least or actually here's what i would do if you haven't done it green county garage doors get in touch with them and have them do a maintenance check on your garage door system. I say system because uh, you have the door, but you have the tracking that your door goes on. You have all the hardware that attaches to your garage door that then fits within the track. You have your garage door opener. Uh, mine is belt-driven, which if you don't have one of those, it's amazing the difference in how quiet it is. Um, and you know, you've got parts and components and keeping on top of it, I learned can extend its life by two to three times. In other words, if you don't have some sort of routine check or maintenance done, you can diminish the life or the time that you have to completely replace, which it's a big ticket item two to three times earlier than you otherwise would have to. So I'd make it part of your list. Now, will you need to do it annually? Honestly, I, I don't know. Maybe it depends on your garage door system. But I would call and went 85 bucks, And it, you need some lubrication and so forth. That'll come with it. You know, make it a little smoother. Get some of the, the noise out of there. Help it run a little easier, which is a maintenance issue. And then, you know, they can let you know, uh, oh, yeah, you need to do this every year. Or, hey, your, your garage is pretty good shape. Maybe it'll just be every couple years. But for 85 bucks, that is an incredible deal in order to put off down the road. Having to completely replace your entire system is a big ticket item. Uh, so I'm telling you, make it part of your annual uh, deal or at least do it now and then find out whether you need to do it annually. And Green County Garage Doors, they are the folks to do it. They're Info is under Nick's endorsements, but you can also GreenCountyGarageDoors.com and, and get their contact info there. Morning console poll. Trump's favorability continues to rise, 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 rise. This at the same time, the ABC Washington Post poll shows Trump up by 9 to 10 points over Biden in a hypothetical matchup, with 33% of Democrats saying they want someone else, but no one hits above 5% in terms of their choosing amongst Democrats. Trump remains not only the dominant frontrunner in the Republican primary race, also maintaining the status as the most favorable candidate. This week's morning consult survey released found 80% of potential Republican primary voters viewing Trump favorably compared to 19% who do not. Notably, Trump's unfavorable percentage is actually lower than Florida Governor DeSantis as 21% have an unfavorable view of the presidential hopeful, 67% view DeSantis favorably, while 9% have heard of him but they have no opinion. Uh, Vivek Ramaswamy, 
or Vivek, rather, uh, Ramaswamy has garnered a 58% favorable view compared to 18% who do not. Half, 50% view Governor Nikki Haley, or former Governor Nick, uh, South Carolina Nikki Haley, favorably compared to 28% who do not. While former Vice President Mike Pence's favorability rating is technically above water, 4 in 10 42% view him unfavorably compared to 48 who have a favorable view of him. Tim Scott's favorability rating is above water, 45% to 15 Most people have an unfavorable view of Chris Christie and former Arkansas Governor Asa Hutchinson. Chris Christie was on one of the network shows uh, over the weekend declaring that once he wins New Hampshire or beats Trump in New Hampshire, then the the inevitability factor is going to go away for Trump. I understand that you, you're running for office, you put out a favorable vision, and you don't want to be defeatist. But sometimes when you make declarations that are so outside the realm of reality, you, you completely destroy any credibility you may have. And when you hear people like Chris Christie saying, well, once I beat him in New Hampshire, the inevitability factor goes away. And I'm not saying that there aren't things that can occur that we probably have not even thought of that somehow would derail the Trump campaign in the primary, but it sure as heck isn't going to be Chris Christie doing well in New Hampshire. The idea that people in Texas, people in Missouri, people in Oklahoma, people all over this country who have been with Trump, tried and true, who believe in Trump, who recognize the benefits of Trump being president, who support Trump largely not just because of what he has already done, but because he just demonstrates America first, which apparently is an option now amongst those running for president, that those people, if Chris Christie did well in New Hampshire, are going to go, oh, well, you know what, maybe not Trump after all. No one buys it. And it is a total and complete detachment from reality. Gavin Newsom, meanwhile, continues to play coy, shooting down a 2024 run. He insists that he won't run for president in 2024, throwing his support behind Biden. This hasn't kept conservatives from speculating on a potential White House run based on some of his recent actions earlier this month. Newsom vetoed a bill that would have forced judges in child custody cases to consider whether or not a parent has affirmed their child's gender identity. It, it, th- this is a great opportunity to recognize that Gavin Newsom knows that his way of governing in California is not a way that is going to be palatable to the average American person, which is why all of a sudden he's becoming not radical. If Gavin Newsom, if Gavin Newsom weren't in some capacity running for president already, whether that is 2024 or 2028, if he weren't doing that, he weren't planning on it, he would have signed this legislation. I think everyone agrees with that. And why wouldn't he? 
Because according to Democrats, this is virtuous. According to Democrats, parents who do not affirm their child's gender choice are abusive. It should be a warning sign to all Americans when a person who is planning on being governor or planning on running for president begins behaving differently. It's like an abu- a guy who has a history of being abusive in relationships and he starts to court a new gal and, oh, he really is, he, oh, oh, no, I, I mean, I've heard that he's, he's really mean and he cheats and uh, alley cats around and that, that he's, he's emotionally abusive and can be a little physically aggressive, but he's been nothing nice to me. Well, that's because he's trying to reel you in, sweetheart. That's what we're seeing with Gavin Newsom. Look at weather and moments right now, the latest news. Good morning, everyone. I'm Color 10's Angela Luna. The body of a woman was found on the Arkansas side of the Mississippi River over the weekend. The body has not been identified, and the official autopsy has not been released. It was sent to the Arkansas Crime Lab for identification. Tennessee police are assisting in the investigation. People across the state of Arkansas rallied around a nine-year-old girl from Benton this weekend as she fights a battle against leukemia. Samantha Andrews was diagnosed with leukemia in 2021. After a year of fighting, doctors thought she was cancer-free. She then relapsed in August and now urgently needs bone marrow. The weekend event was an opportunity for people to get on the National Bone Marrow Registry by having the inside of their cheek swabbed. Now, if they're a match... They could save Samantha's life and possibly the life of another person. Tune in to Fox 49 at 5 and 6 for the latest news. I'm Angela Luna. And the first alert forecast from Color 10, Fox 49 meteorologist Tom Schmidt, sponsored by Navant, employee benefits that work, dense fog advisory until 9 this morning, otherwise a sunny day, high of 83. Mostly clear tonight, 64 low, tomorrow sunny, 83. You're listening to Nick Reed in the Morning on Springfield's Talk 1041. Message from Sarah Myers. Thank you. Well, I was chatting with Bruce Beatles over at Beatles Property Maintenance on Friday, and I was discussing some of the things that they have been seeing kind of an influx in over the past couple of weeks. And one thing that the Beatles Property Maintenance team has been working with a lot here lately is termite damage. And another thing is sump pump installs. So we had a lot of rain over the weekend. Maybe you noticed, oh no, I need a sump pump installed. That is something that the Beatles Property Maintenance team can help you out with. And another thing that Bruce also mentioned was as we move into that colder weather kind of transitioning into fall one thing that a lot of people kind of hold off on is getting your deck repaired and oftentimes people wait until the last minute and they can't end up sealing it if they need to put any like sealers on it so if you are out there and you're thinking you know I would really like to have my deck upgraded repaired anything like that right now is a perfect time to give Bruce and the Beatles property maintenance team a call today and of course they can also help you out with mold remediation water restoration any type of crawl space repairs and so on and so forth. Now you can find all of the contact information for Bruce and the Beatles property maintenance team under the Sarah's endorsements tab at ksgf.com. Emma Roberts apologizes to American Horror Story star Angelica Ross for not calling the transactor a lady. This may seem like sort of a weird story, but it is, it is, a very clear 
parameter that has been erected by the left in this country that now has women feeling as if they have to apologize to men because a man says he is a woman and the woman doesn't respect that. It's almost like... I hesitate to make this comparison because it is different in some ways, but similar in others. I've, I've tried to think of uh, outs, outside of, oh, I suppose one accurate comparison would be when somebody, it turns out, isn't the race that they claim that they are. Rachel Dolenzall was, was uh, perhaps the first one that got a lot of recognition in this in which she for years had claimed that she was black, and then it turned out she wasn't black. She was disgraced, had to step down her positions in the civil rights community. We see this a lot with individuals who have falsely claimed that they're Native American, and then it turns out they're not, you know, like Elizabeth Warren. Now, she's a Democrat politician, so lying as a resume enhancer, a little bit different path for her. Well, so we we do live in a country where if you hijack someone else's race, that is wrong. But if you hijack their gender, that is okay. I also think that somewhat similar is stolen valor. You've heard about this, where people who are not in the military pretend that they're in the military. They will often they, they will get clothing uh, at a surplus store or wherever. I don't even know where they they get it but they will wear it around as if they served in the military you can see these videos they're they they go viral because you'll have somebody who actually did serve in the military that can recognize something's not right about this person either something they said or the way that they carry themselves or the way that they are dressed there's certain things because they're not in the military uh, or they never did serve in the military that they may not recognize as being inconsistent with some clothing that would be consistent with somebody who was in the military and, and anyway, they'll get recognized and you'll have somebody who was in the military approach them and they'll film the interaction and they never just come right out and accuse them. They start asking them questions <laughs> uh, you know, to get the person to essentially reveal themselves that they don't know what they're talking about. And it is culturally recognized and accepted as being totally unacceptable. You don't do that. You don't portray yourself as someone else, particularly when it comes to their experiences in life. And I think that that gets overlooked, the difference between men and women, because men and women do have different experiences in life. Much of it's just because of what happens with the body. That's why boys and girls get separated in fourth grade or fifth grade to why, of course, hell, I don't know what they do now, but why so many of us, we were separated off. This is why bathrooms are different, because we have different body parts. The reality is, despite the denial of so many individuals, is that, that we are different, and those differences lead to different life experiences. And so while the stolen valor, I mean, you're, you're talking 
obviously about a different scenario in the sense of individuals who served their country. Many of them saw uh, horrific things that will stay with them forever, and they put their lives on the line for this country. Um, that is a, a life experience that a person, simply because they want to or simply because they play pretend military on Call of Duty, you know, maybe they really love the military, maybe they wanted to be in the military, but they couldn't get in the military because of some sort of physical issue that prevented them from being in the military, but they loved the military, wanted to be in the military, they love watching military movies, they have military paraphernalia around their houses, they're playing Call of Duty all the time, but guess what? Doesn't make you a member of the military. No matter how much you dress up as if you were a member of the military, no matter how much you... Uh, uh, you know, create some fake persona that does not make you a member of the military. And that is similar, largely, or to a certain degree, you know, a man who dresses as a woman, who changes her name, his name to a woman's name, who puts on clothing and makeup as if he were a woman, who decorates his home as if he were a woman, that does not make him a woman. The fact, however, that women are the ones who are treated as if they have done something wrong here, it is still insane to me. And I know this is a common conversation. And for a lot of people, it may even be, like, why are we talking about this again? But the fact that here you have, so what happened? There's American Horror Story, it is a series, and it's pretty extreme, and it has a lot of wokeness in it. I Frankly, I watched the very first uh, uh, episode, or not episode, but the very first season of it, uh, and I actually really liked it. This was a long, long time ago. I thought, ooh, I really liked it. it, it it'd be, be a bit much for some. The second one, I didn't as much. Then by the third and on, I, I, I just, I don't know, they, they lost me. Um, but they continue to pump these out right now. The biggest controversy is Kim Kardashian's in it, and people say she's a horrible actress. I don't know. I haven't seen any of it. But there is a guy who goes by the name of Angelica Ross, and he's an actor, but in real life he acts like a woman. And then the woman that he acts like is an actress, like an actress squared, um, has a, a, a character in this. And apparently... There was some sort of exchange that occurred in which Emma Roberts was having a disagreement with him, and then the director said something along the lines of, all right, ladies, to which Emma Roberts said, you mean lady. And, of course, the male actor that goes by Angelica Ross went to social media, began trashing all over Emma Roberts. So here you have the guy bullying a woman because she doesn't know her place as a woman to call the man a woman and to refer to the man as a woman. And what happens, of course, the woman is the one who has to apologize. That this is happening in the left-wing haven of Hollywood. The people who claim that more than anyone, they're about women's rights, they're about women's equality. And here you have a woman who saw the writing on the wall and recognized, all right, in this exchange, the man has the upper hand. As the woman, I'm the one who's going to have to apologize, so she just does it. And I don't know, maybe she's immersed enough in that 
environment in which she actually believes that she does have to be subservient to a man, and it is her role as a woman to ultimately apologize to the man, whether she's right or not. I don't know the I don't know what goes on in her mind. If I had been told 10 years ago that we would go back to a day where men get to tell women what they are to believe, that when there is an argument between a man and a woman publicly, and a man declares, I actually am a woman, and a woman's like, you know what? Uh, no, you're not. That's, that's me. You don't get to steal my gender. You don't get to claim that somehow you have lived the same life that a woman has, that she would be the one that would have to apologize and that it would be because of the left in this country. I would have had a hard time figuring out how we got from that point to this point. But here we are. And she learned her place as a woman in America in 2023. You're listening to Nick Reed in the Morning on Springfield's Talk 1041. There is a U.S. senator from New Jersey by the name of Bob Menendez. This is a guy that has faced prison in the past but was acquitted. Acquitted or hung jury, I forget. Most likely acquitted. Years ago. And it was an attempt to get him for corruption. I don't know whether the guy's actually corrupt. I have no idea. But as I have noted, the only time in this country that a Democrat ever faces any accountability for illegalities is if it's not going to be a detriment to the Democrat Party. And in New Jersey, there's no concern that this is, you know, some Republican's going to benefit from this. New Jersey's going to lose this seat to a Republican. It's all, um, uh, whatever happens, if he goes away, a Democrat is going to fill that position. So Democrats don't mind. It's just its ability to to get a foot up. It's an opportunity for a lot of the Democrats in New Jersey who are elected and who have their sights on higher office to benefit. And so here here we go. Uh, I think that this is and I, I want to list through. So they say they've gone through his house and they like find gold bars and envelopes of cash and just all sorts of stuff. Apparently, most, if not all of this centers around bribery from some folks in Egypt. And you've got to imagine that Bob Menendez uh, is, is thinking to myself, are you kidding me? With Joe Biden in the White House, a guy that clearly, by all indications, a reasonable person can at least suspect he's been taking bribes all this time, particularly from countries like Ukraine and China, and and I'm facing prison time for bribery? Are you kidding me? Menendez's position, and there are some Democrats, Ocasio-Cortez and others, like, oh, he needs to step down, he needs to step down. He should just say, there's no evidence I did anything wrong. Just say there's no evidence. That's what they say about Joe Biden. It doesn't matter how much evidence there is. There's no evidence. That's not proof. That's not proof. That's not proof. Just learn to say that over and over and over again. That's not evidence and that's not proof. First alert forecast from Color 10 Fox 49 meteorologist Tom Schmidt. Dense fog advisory until 9. 
Otherwise, a sun-filled day. High of 83, clear 60 tonight, sunny 83 tomorrow. Sarah Myers. Thank you. Well, over the weekend, we had some pretty severe weather move through the Ozarks. I know that our northern listening areas like St. Clair County, Hickory County, uh, northern Polk County, I know that you guys received a lot of wind and some hail. And I also know that uh, kind of in our western listening areas as well, they also got pretty hammered with some strong, severe weather as well. So if you are out there and you've noticed um, some shingles that are missing from your roof, maybe you noticed some uh, uh, yellowing on your ceiling, some leaking, maybe your gutters weren't working properly, or maybe you're afraid that you have wind or hail damage, highly recommend that you give Josh and the Pyramid Roofing Company a call today. Now, the Pyramid team, they will come out, they'll do that free inspection for you, they'll get on your roof so you don't have to, and they'll take tons of photos and videos to show you exactly what is going up on your roof. And then they will work through a process with you to um, figure out what exactly you need. Maybe you're in a situation where you don't need a whole new roof. Maybe you need just a simple roof repair or even uh, repair to your gutters. The Pyramid Roofing Company, they'll get you all taken care of, or maybe it is time to go ahead and do that whole new roof. Either way, the Pyramid Roofing Company, they're going to be upfront and honest with you on what you are needing. And the next time a storm rolls through the Ozarks, you'll have kind of that peace of mind. Now, you can give Josh and the Pyramid Roofing Company a call today, and you can find all of their contact information under the Sarah's Endorsements tab at ksgf.com. Did you see the Taylor Swift event last night? Oh, boy. Yes, I did. <laughs> That's all I've seen on my social media. I, so I, like so many other people, heard that she was going to be there. This is because of the rumors that she and Kelsey are dating. And then, you know, oh, they're not. Yes, they are. No, they're not. And so I, I of course, knew watching it that there will be, if she's there, there'll be a shot, which I get it. Yeah, I, I totally understand that. Even, I imagine, people who are not necessarily fans of the celebrity angle may kind of wonder, well, I wonder if she's there. Yeah, you hear it. It's on ESPN. It, it's an unavoidable uh, acknowledgement, even if you aren't in the pop culture world. And so, of course, there was the uh, relatively obligatory shot of, of her up there sitting next to his mom and so forth. But, I mean, I swear it's like every single time it felt like he made some sort of play, they would go and, and get a shot of her. <laughs> just And it's okay already. We get it. Mm -hmm. I mean, just. Yep. And so then at the end, I actually waited because I wanted to see if they were going to get a shot of her as she was leaving or something. And they didn't show that, but they show, I think it was one of the very final, uh, if not the final shot of the, the coverage before they switched over. And it was a, a replay of her cheering him on. And I'm just like, Oh my God. You know, God. I'm really surprised that they didn't do that. Do the what? Like try to get a uh, photo or video well, of her leaving. She, they, they may not have been able to, right. you know, I, I don't know, but I did see in one of the reports, Maybe it was ESPN that they left together. Ooh. So <laughs> I don't know how I feel Little about it. Little scandalous. It's kind of weird because obviously you're like, well, who really cares? But sometimes relationships, not just celebrity, they can get in your head. You know what I mean? I, I, I don't know whether it has anything to do, but you know, you had Aaron Rodgers and Olivia Munn, and that relationship apparently caused, and I say apparently because you never really know what goes on behind the scenes, but it was that relationship was attributing or attributed to the reason that he 
and his family had a rift and quit talking to each other. Uh, Jessica Simpson, Tony Romo, there seemed to be some weirdness there. And if I remember right, uh, his, his, his game wasn't quite there during that relationship. I don't know whether it was connected or not. And, and my memory may be wrong on that. But, you know, sometimes people in relationships, and it doesn't, again, have to be celebrities necessarily. Uh, I don't know. And he's just premium top of... I you just worry about that a little bit. Is she going to get in his head? Is he going to be thinking, I wonder if Taylor's watching? And I hope not. Well, the world doesn't need that. There may be a Travis Kelsey song, though, in her next album. You never know. I think that's probably what most people expect. She is notorious for writing songs about ex-boyfriends. Powerful New Jersey Democrat Senator Bob Menendez indicted Friday on eye-popping corruption charges. According to the Justice Department, Menendez, his wife, three businessmen were involved in a crooked scheme in which the senator received hundreds of thousands of dollars in bribes, including gold bars, in exchange for benefiting his associate or associates in the Egyptian government. His wife, Nadine Menendez, and her friend Wal Hanna, an Egyptian-American businessman with close connections to Egyptian officials, cooked up a corrupt uh, agreement. According to federal indictment, Hanna had the help of New Jersey businessman Fred Dabes and Jose Uribe, who also received kickbacks from the deal the indictment alleges. This is the second time in 10 years Bob Menendez has faced federal prison, a jury deadlocked in 2015 over different corruption charges against the senator. This time, however, the charges are even more shocking and the potential penalties even more severe. I think 45 years in prison, which is, yes, that's what they face. He and his wife could face 45 years in federal prison, which pales in comparison to the how many years they're trying to put Trump away for. So he allegedly, among other things, took cash money. As part of the scheme, he and his wife received over $480,000 in cash, much of it stuffed into envelopes and hiding in clothing, closets, and a safe, along with over $70,000 in Nadine Menendez's safe deposit box, according to the prosecutor. Some of the envelopes contained the fingerprints and DNA of Dabes and his driver. A Mercedes and home swag, federal agents, in June of 2022, found the cash while executing a search warrant on the Menendez's home and safe deposit box. They also found home furnishings provided by Dabes or Uribe uh, and a Mercedes-Benz C300 paid for by Uribe, prosecutors say. Didn't Hunter Biden have a vehicle paid for as well? It's interesting some of the parallels between this and the Biden family. Federal agents also discovered gold bars in the Menendez home worth more than 100 grand. According to the indictment, the bars, which weighs, weigh one kilogram each and have the markings of the Swiss Bank Corporation, were allegedly provided by either Hannah or Dave's. Uh, Menendez allegedly sold secrets to Egypt. Quote, provided sensitive U.S. government info and took other steps that secretly aided the government of Egypt. This, according to the indictment, following a 2018 meeting with Hanna, Menendez requested and received sensitive non-public information from the State Department on the number and nationality of employees at the U.S. Embassy in Egypt, according to the indictment, and he allegedly texted that info to Nadine, then his girlfriend, who forwarded it to Hanna, who in turn forwarded it to an Egyptian government official. He apparently also secret lobbied the U.S. on behalf of Egypt. 
in May of May uh, of 2018 at the direction of an Egyptian official. Menendez secretly edited and ghost wrote a letter on behalf of Egypt meant to persuade other U.S. senators to release and hold a $30 million aid, or in aid to the country, prosecutors say. Following a meeting with an Egyptian intelligence official, the senator in spring of 2019 demanded that the that an ag department official drop the department's objection to a lucrative monopoly on the certification of halal food owned by HANA, according to the indictment. So what they're alleging here is that he used his position in order, you know, and his authority over uh, and his influence within the government to, um, you know, essentially extract money out of individuals. Somewhat similar, I suppose, to getting money uh, in family bank accounts from, I don't know, a corrupt energy company and in exchange for it, you threaten to withhold dollars as your position in the federal government as vice president of the United States. And and, uh, you threaten to withhold a billion plus dollars in aid unless they fire the person investigating that corrupt business that's funneling money into your family bank accounts, you know, that sort of thing. He's also accused of meddling with the justice system. The senator on two separate occasions in 2019 attempted to strong-arm a prosecutor in the New Jersey Attorney's General's Office into resolving a case in Uribe's favor, according to the indictment, in exchange for his interference in the first case. Interfering in an investigation. Again, where have we heard that sort of allegation before? In exchange for... Menendez interfering in the first case. Uribe gave Nadine Menendez the Mercedes-Benz convertible worth more than $60,000, according to prosecutor. They add that while Bob Menendez was interfering in the second case, he and his wife had a celebratory dinner with Uribe and another associate. Oh, and there are pictures of him at dinner with these people. Where have we seen pictures of of an elected official with other people corrupt involving dinners? He's accused of supporting the nomination of a U.S. attorney he thought would go easy on his friend. And he told Egyptian officials what senators would ask him uh, in June, or ask them rather, in June of 2021. Nadine Menendez organized a private meeting between Bob Menendez and a senior Egyptian official. On the day of the meeting, Bob Menendez provided his wife with a copy of an article on questions that other U.S. senators intended to ask the official in a meeting one day later. Nadine Menendez, in turn, provided the article to the official and wrote, This way you can prepare your rebuttals. Two days afterwards, Hanna bought gold bars, two of which ended up in Menendez's house. Now, some of that seems to me, well, I don't know the law, but if you're simply providing, you're giving, you're forwarding a newspaper article to someone that's going to be questioned, and the article is, hey, I mean, it's an open article. Here's some of the questions that this person may face. And you're like, oh, by the way, here, if you haven't seen this yet, I, I don't know how that can be illegal, passing on a newspaper article, whatever your intent is. If convicted on all charges, he and his wife could face 45 years in federal prison. Uh, so Menendez has to be looking at this and saying, are you kidding me? Most of these allegations... in one form or another, 
are, are, are the things that he, the, the position he's found himself, it's the same as the Bidens. He has a bunch of cash that has been provided to him without explanation as to what it is from foreign individuals. Uh, hello? <laughs> the level of sophistication is different. His cash is in envelopes, whereas the Biden's cash went through LLCs and were put up in bank accounts for family members. I mean, that that's not a deny. No one's denied that. It's just no one has had to explain what the money was for. I, I mean, you, the allegations of car purchases for family members. The allegation is that his wife was given a car in exchange for his influence. Hunter Biden received a car. I, Menendez has got to be saying, are you kidding me? The Justice Department under Joe Biden who can see no crime whatsoever for the Biden family, is coming after me? Because I have received unexplained cash from people from other countries? Accused of doing favors for them? I would just, if I'm an Indez, I'd use the Biden excuse. That's not proof. You can't prove any, that. that's not evidence. That's got to really, I mean, that would stick in his craw. This will, at the same time, uh, allow Democrats to to say, see, we don't have a dual justice system. Look, here's a Democrat, a high-level Democrat that this administration is going after. And again, this is, I wouldn't call it an exception to the rule, but part of the rule is Democrats are protected, and it's for the purpose of protecting the Democrat Party. Going after Menendez does not hurt the Democrat Party. Ultimate, like now, ultimately, one could argue that in the bigger scheme of things, people, it's further recognition that the Democrat Party is corrupt. But what they're doing here is by exposing the corruption, they are attempting to paint themselves. That, that's proof that they're not corrupt. Look what we're doing. We're calling for him to step down. But they all also know is that no Republican is going to occupy that seat. So in terms of ultimate power, in which a lot of Democrats in New Jersey would love to be a U.S. senator, there's no shifting here. There's no, uh-oh, well, that you know, this is a purple state. And with the way that New Jersey is set up in terms of, you know, well, what will happen if he ends up going to prison and is found guilty? That could mean a Republican may take this seat, which could make the difference in the Senate. That's not in play here. Springfield's Talk 104.1. I'm Nick Reed. A little more like mercy. A little more like grace. Biden spoke at the Congressional Black Caucus's 52nd Annual Legislative Congress or conference rather, evidently there to um, inspect and make sure everyone there was actually black. Had to make sure they're all going to support him. Because as you know, according to Joe Biden, if you don't support him, you ain't black. He gets to pick. It makes a little bit of sense that he was speaking there. Last week he was speaking before the Hispanic caucus. 
I forget the name of which exact organization, but it was a Hispanic organization, and he referred to them as the Congressional Black Caucus. This explains why he got confused. Uh, apparently, the room filled with Hispanics wasn't a tip-off enough to him to remember that it was a Hispanic event, referred to it as the Congressional Black Caucus event, or, or touted the Congressional Black Caucus. So he actually did make it there. And uh, among other things, uh, uh, most of you know LL Cool J. Uh, if not, he's... A very well-known artist, and Joe Biden references him during his speech. Two of the great artists of our time representing the groundbreaking legacy of hip-hop in America, LLJ Cool J. Uh, <laughs> by the way, that boy's got, that man's got biceps bigger than my thighs. I think he's been... Well, a lot of weird stuff Ooh. to unpack in there. LLJ Cool J. <laughs> And then calling him boy, which Joe Biden has done, um, referencing black men in the past, and then weirdly talks about how his arms are bigger than his thighs. He's a weirdo. He is a weirdo. What is it about his legs that he feels that he thinks about when he's talking about black people? I don't know. Like he's talking about it before. We talked about the black kids like to play with his leg hair and sit on his lap and stuff. What a weirdo. I, it is amazing to me. I guess it should not be. That this is the guy that the party claim that claims to be so enlightened when it comes to race support. <laughs> but this is also the party who put in Pennsylvania John Fetterman in office, the man who, upon hearing fireworks once, went outside his home, saw a black man, assumed he was shooting at people, and held him at gunpoint until the police arrived. I mean, the... The behavior that these Democrats support in their elected officials is the behavior that they want you to believe is the embodiment of Trump supporters. Yet they can't ever find Trump supporters that behave this way, which is why they have to do things like Jesse Smollett and fake scenarios. But you want to find those people? Just I, They're not hard to find. Democrats elect them. Got a Heroes Breakfast this Friday. Scramblers, you're a veteran. Come by as we broadcast live free breakfast for you. That thing's two scramblers. Air services, heating, cooling, plumbing, electrical, Delta roofing, and Serenity Honors. That's this Friday at Scramblers for Vets. <laughs>